Welcome to the Authority of Love. My name is Greg Williams, and thank you for joining us again on the live broadcast or the podcast. Actually, I should say pre-recorded broadcast or the podcast. Uh, you can listen anytime at wjmm.com. Check out the podcast tab in the upper right corner and then the Love and Lordship links, and that'll get you today and the previous two days podcast. Uh, you can also find all the podcasts at podbean.com. I'm sorry, loveandlordship.podbean.com, loveandlordship.podbean.com, or videos, if you want to follow those and share those, at vimeo.com forward slash loveandlordship. Love to hear from you. Thank you for those who respond and information and getting it out and helping others in their walk with the Lord, their marriage and family. You can contact me at loveandlordship at gmail.com, loveandlordship at gmail.com. Uh, could be a next guest. We could use some of your information on a show. We appreciate that. Just we'd love to connect with you, engage with you. Today we continue with thoughts on marriage, and after yesterday's focus on wives winning the the, the marriage lottery, today we'll find out what men say they really want in a marriage. Now, these came from a Reddit post, and will likely surprise you. At least some of them will. With regard to this, I'm going to share the connection on many of these important points with scriptural principles, as I try and do often, uh, to strengthen the reasons why men want these in a good relationship in marriage, even the ones that surprise you, right? So simple, simple message. Men speak out on marriage, and here was the post, what men really want in a relationship. Men can be hard to read when it comes to relationships, give them a problem to solve, and we're all over it, right? Ask them what makes for a good relationship. Crickets. <laughs> Why? Because relationships are messy, nasty stuff. As one man said to me, and I quoted him in our book, The Authority of Love, second edition. If you're looking for that on Amazon, make sure you type out S-E-C-O-N-D, The Authority of Love, second edition. You can find that there. So whether you're, you've just met and started dating you're engaged, newlyweds, nearing the golden years in your marriage. Relationships don't come naturally to selfish people. And apart from Christ, that's what we all are. And in him, we still have to die to self daily and battle against our selfishness. So relationships take lots of work. That's why love is much more a discipline than a feeling. Yes, there are feelings connected with love, good and bad. Let me ask you two questions. Who can make you feel the greatest in your life? That person closest to you, right? Your spouse, right? Who can make you feel the worst? Eh, same one, okay? But ultimately, love is the commitment and requires discipline and hard work to make it worthwhile. But it is totally worth it. Women are typically wired a bit more for relationship and usually more willing to express their thoughts and feelings to improve the relationship. Men, on the other hand, would rather fix something, even the relationship. Tell me what to do. I'll do it. But that's not always the best way to go about it. With these things in mind, it pays to know what men are thinking. Good luck with that, right? Uh, and so here are a few paraphrased Reddit responses from men that were worth exploring. I pray that these responses, along with those and that have a scriptural foundation, will help you thrive in your marriage in your relationship with your wife, men and women, wives with your husbands. Not just as we approach the holidays, 
but every day. Number one, someone who's there for you and present with you. Time spent together. Again, that may seem kind of odd, right? As pathetic as it sounds, one man said, all I want is someone to hold me at night and greet me in the morning and is there, is there to greet me when I come home and spend time with me. Martin Luther said it this way, reflecting on God's design for marriage from the very beginning, which has never changed. There is no more lovely, friendly, and charming relationship, communion, or company than a good marriage. This not only helps us build a better relationship, but helps create the oneness that God intended in marriage, as do many of these insightful comments from men. That's Genesis 1.27 and 2.24. That's God's design and plan to become one in marriage, husband and wife. Number two, enjoying the feelings of love. Yes, apparently men can be and enjoy emotions as well. They can be emotional and they can enjoy the emotions. One guy said, I love love. Now, he's getting it confused because if he does, he's going to work at it, right? Hopefully he does. It feels so special to be with someone who chooses to spend so much of their time with me. I love buying gifts and doing cute things. I want someone to be truly emotionally intimate with me. That is a big part of love. It's not all of it, but it's big. Remember God's powerful command to us husbands for our wives in Ephesians 5, 25 through 27. God is literally calling us to learn to love love. Men, we need it. We love it. Ladies, we need that. Including the emotions involved in making and keeping the commitment of love because that's what our wives need from us. We can love it too, as one guy just said. Number three, Naked and unashamed. No, not here. I'm not talking about sex, but that is included. I'm talking about trust. It's always a two-way street. I want to be able to talk and trust with someone with all my heart, one husband said. I want to share all my thoughts and all my life with someone special. I want someone and I want to be someone's someone. Genesis 2.25 states that in God's original design, which has never changed, only been corrupted and broken by our sin, that the husband and wife were naked and unashamed. This is not just physically, but emotionally, relationally, and spiritually. Men not only need this, but deep down inside, we greatly desire it. Find it in Christ and in your wife. Ladies, be there for us in that way. You'll be blessed. Number four, to be a team, us versus the rest of the world, us versus them. One one husband said, the level of unspoken connection, understanding, and companionship of a good relationship is unrivaled. You can live in your own little bubble, totally absorbed in each other, and forget the outside world exists. That's not something you can get outside of a relationship. This is what you need to be so willing to work toward. Ephesians 4.12 says, Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly or easily broken. That's what it means to be a team. And make sure that you two in marriage have God as that third strand. Number five, common interests are good, but common values are imperative. I look for someone who I can spend an entire day with and not even realize it. 
I think people often look for people who share common interests, and these people are often pretty easy to find. I, however, think that it is much more important to find people who share your fundamental core values, someone who you admire and you can learn from and they can learn from you. From the biblical and Christian perspective, this is a guy expressing 2 Corinthians 6.14. Don't be unequally yoked. Shared biblical values creates a strong foundation and a much healthier relationship. Number six, to know that you make her feel loved, appreciated, and happy. Yes, ladies, guys like to know that we make you feel that way. This guy said, you get to be with a girl. You share all the great things in life with her. You get to make her smile and laugh every day. You get to make her feel appreciated and loved. You can share your secrets with her. Martin Luther again said, in a more traditional time, but the principle is there. Let the wife make her husband glad to come home and let him make her sorry to see him leave. Work to that end, regardless of your work schedules, and you'll be happy and you'll be blessed. Enough said. Number seven, the butterflies, the jitters, the nervousness of a wonderful wife and good relationship. One gentleman said, anyone who's felt something for someone special and had it reciprocated knows the rush of feels that you get. It's like an injection of pure, undiluted happiness. Now imagine sharing your life with someone who brings that to the table. Kind of hard to resist. Well, we've likely all felt it and would like to continue to feel it. So husbands and wives work for it. Number eight, growing in deep personal intimacy with my wife. Can anyone say from number uh, five above here? I remember, five, sorry, what number was it there? I've got to find my numbers again here. Number, number three, can anyone say number three, naked and unashamed, right? I'm an introvert. I prefer a smaller number of friends, but with a deeper interpersonal connection. To me, a relationship is a logical conclusion of that. Spend an entire lifetime with one person, knowing them in every way. Honestly, sounds fantastic. That's what one husband said. Jesus stated it this way in Matthew 19, 6. What God has put together, let no man tear apart. Number nine, the closest and best of BFFs. Even on the days I don't want to see anyone, she's my friend and I never tire of her company. It's great to have friends, but there's need, there's needs to be that one that you can always depend on. And in marriage, while you can have other friends and should have, your spouse needs to be number one. Proverbs 18.24 says it this way, a person of too many friends comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Work to make this a reality in your marriage, and you'll both be blessed. Number 10, again, making the deeper connection. See number eight above where we talked about the naked, unashamed, the personal intimacy, and number three, and all of these coming together, making the deeper connection. One husband said, it's nice to feel wanted and needed. It's nice to have someone that desires and loves you for who you are, to have someone to come home to, to have interesting conversations with, Share stories and make your own together. I don't need to say any more. Number 11, appreciation. 
One guy said, there's no better feeling than appreciation and having the person you love give it to you is indescribable. You want to know how to do this? Paul tells us in Ephesians 5, verse 21, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. And then in verse 33 in chapter 5, husbands, love your wives as you do yourselves and wives, respect your husbands. Food for thought, what are some of the things you look for in a relationship? What are you working on to make them a reality? All right, here's my action item. Pick at least one of these and together make a plan on how you can make it happen or improve on it. Go back to yesterday's. Listen to yesterday's. Got a list there as well. Pick at least one and then make a plan personally and together on how you can work on it. Join us tomorrow as we talk about 12 habits that make for a happily married woman. Notice how we're alternating back and forth here. Remember, it takes both to do any or all of this, but even if one shows that commitment of love, it can have a great impact on the other and on your marriage. Invite your friends to join us, uh, your family, your loved ones, even your enemies, so they can learn how to make this better, not only for their marriage, but for you and for each other. It works there. Now, if you'd like to donate here at your end, we'd certainly love that. You can go to... Uh, loveandlordship.com. That's our website, loveandlordship.com. There's a give tab in the upper right corner. Sure appreciate it if you click on that. As the Lord leads, pray about it. And as the Lord leads, click on that and it will guide you through. It takes about one to two minutes. And you can give one time or you can give monthly or ongoing, however you like. But it sure would be appreciated and certainly helpful for our kingdom ministry if the Lord leads you in that. If not, keep praying and have him show you where he wants you to give for a kingdom ministry. Follow through in obedience on that. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great day and God bless in Christ. Stay tuned now for Bill Reeser and Encounter. I'm Greg Williams and you're listening to The Authority of Love.